Welcome to the Crosstower Market Color Call. It is Wednesday, February 2nd. I'm Martin Gaspar, research analyst, and with me is our trader, Chad Steinglass, and data scientist, Catherine Webb. Chad, how's the market looking this morning? Good morning, Martin. Uh, macro equity markets have, re- have enjoyed a, uh, a very significant bounce uh, after a very significant sell-off uh, last week, uh, you know, culminating in the... Uh, Wednesday of last week and Thursday of last week into the Fed meeting. Um, markets bounced a bit on Friday and then have continued their rebound uh, you know, through today. A uh, bit of relief uh, to stand probably some short covering, a lot of uh, um, kind of scrambling and short gamma. Uh, we've seen tech stocks come very far off their lows, still down significantly for the year, but uh, but you know, a strong rebound off the lows in uh, growth tech equities. Um, last night, Google had their earnings and they announced a stock split. So we're seeing uh, a kind of a, a big rebound in tech stocks. Uh, we've also seen, um, you know, some some bullish action across crypto markets as well, uh, running into a little bit of resistance uh, and still below, you know, the levels that we were at you know, two weeks ago, uh, but well off the lows. Um, you know, we're right now we're seeing if, if Bitcoin can actually make it through, uh, you know, 39,000. We've seen a lot of resistance uh, kind of at every step of the way. I expect that to still continue. However, uh, the, the short-term trend has definitely shifted to positive. Um, you know, I think it's just a, a bit of exhaustion on the part of sellers. Uh, and, and, you know, maybe we reached that, that like maximum fear uh, uh, Fed policy tightening, and such that like people were so investors so uh, frightened of it that uh, they kind of just got out of everything, and now that fear is kind of peaked and it's starting to subside a little bit as as people are coming to grips with the fact that like you know this is the way the world's going to be, um, and uh, you know we are in a rising rate environment, uh, but that doesn't necessarily you know might not necessarily be as bad as everyone feared. We'll see. Uh, but for the time being, we are seeing, uh, again, a, re- a rebound across uh, risk assets. Uh, and, and, and uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see where we, uh, if, we can, if we can kind of push through these resistance levels. Um, you know, ETH trading right around where it was uh, a week and a half ago. Uh, really, everything's trading right around where it was a week and a half ago across the crypto space. Um, and that was kind of like before the, the last uh, steepest drop. So I think that we will uh, have some resistance here, but uh, it's, it's possible that we push through it. Back to you. Thank you, Chad. Turning to some crypto news now, India's finance minister has announced a 30% tax on any income generated from the transfer of digital assets. The minister also announced that the digital rupee, India's CBDC, will be likely be issued between 2022 and 2023. A Bloomberg television interview with India's finance secretary stated that digital assets are in a gray area. It's not illegal to buy and sell crypto. He noted that we have now put in a taxation framework that treats crypto assets the same way we treat winnings from horse races or from bets and other speculative transactions. Plans for the regulation of digital assets in India is ongoing, and the government's approach is to consult widely and also to look at what's happening internationally. 
New malware named Mars Stealer, which is a powerful upgrade on the data stealing Oski Trojan from 2019, is targeting crypto wallets. Security researcher 3Xport report states that this will target more than 40 browser-based crypto wallets and 2FA extensions with a grabber function able to steal users' private keys. MetaMask, Nifty Wallet, Coinbase Wallet, New CX, Ronin Wallet, Binance Chain Wallet, and TronLink are some of the targeted wallets. The malware checks the infected device's language. Uh, if the language ID uh, is set to Kazakhstan, uh, Belarus, or Russia, among others, the system is left alone without any malicious action. For all other countries, it will target files that hold sensitive information, uh, including crypto wallet info and private keys, and then leaves the system by deleting any presence once the process is complete. On the regulatory front, Congressman Jim Hines has prepared an amendment to the Competes Act to remove the provision, which gives the Treasury Secretary the ability to block international crypto transactions. The Competes Act in its original form would give the Treasury the right to freeze or block transactions and account interacting with foreign entities by expanding its existing authorities, uh, which lists the special measures the Treasury is allowed to use to prevent money laundering. Also, the Senate Banking Committee has booked a February 15th hearing entitled Examining the President's Working Group on Financial Markets Report on Stablecoins, according uh, to the February hearing scheduled. And finally, on the Twitter front, OpenSea revealed via a Twitter thread that more than 80% of the NFTs minted uh, using its free minting feature were plagiarized, spam, or fake. The Lazy Mint NFT feature launched in December 2020 was designed to allow an artist to release songs without paying gas fees up front. This has now been limited to free minting only to five collections of up to 50 NFTs each, which has caused some issues for content creators. With that, I'll pass it now to Catherine for more crypto funding news. Thank you, Martin. 776 Management <clears throat> has announced the news of a 500 million raise, which will be used for two new funds where crypto will make up the majority of the portfolio by the end of the year. The company expects to be investing in crypto startups as well as other sectors such as climate, food and space exploration. Phantom has announced a 109 million Series B funding round, which was led by Paradigm, which values the project at 1.2 billion. The wallet also announced a new mobile application for iOS devices, uh, which the company um, aims to create a cross entry point for mainstream consumers to interact with blockchain applications. Next up, we have some acquisition news. Uh, Consensus is set to acquire wallet manager MyCrypto. The terms of the deals were not was not disclosed, and the two companies will initially remain separate, but in the long term, we'll see MyCrypto merge with MetaMask. In the meantime, MetaMask will use MyCrypto's expertise on safety and security to build its own security and, and to uh, build out its own security and anti-phishing processes. Next up, FTX has, an, has acquired Liquid Group and its operating subsidiaries, including Coin Corporation, which runs a licensed crypto exchange in Japan. The acquisition is expected to close in March of 2022, subject to closing conditions being satisfied. After the deal is closed, 
Coiny will integrate FTX's products and services into its own platform, and existing Japanese FTX customers will migrate to the new platform. Amber Data Group, under its Japanese uh, Wellfing su subsidiary, has announced the acquisition of Decurrent, which is also a licensed uh, crypto exchange in Japan. The company stated that it plans to use Decurrent's regulatory stand-in within Japan to unlock the Japanese crypto market potential. Uh, next up, some ETF news. Um, the SEC has delayed its decision on the Bitwise Spot Bitcoin ETF until the 1st of July, and we expect to see a similar delay for the Grayscale uh, Spot application. Uh, MicroStrategy's Q4 earning reports show that the company has acquired nearly 54,000 Bitcoin in 2021 for an average price of 40, uh, 48,700. The report also highlights an 146 million uh, impairment expenses for Q4 for its Bitcoin holdings, and for the whole of 2021, an impairment of 830 million. Um, the company has also recently bought another six, 660 Bitcoin for 25 million in cash, and the company now holds up to 125,000 Bitcoin. Um, some exchange news, Binance has now be, built up a 1 billion insurance fund to protect the exchange users against the impact of potential hacks. Uh, the company's Secure Asset Funds for Users has committed 10% of trading fees to grow the insurance fund since its exception in 2018. And we'll end on the news that Solana Labs has launched a payment protocol called Solana Pay in partnership with Circle, Checkout.com and Shitcom which allows merchants to accept USDC, Sol, and other Solana-based uh, crypto payments directly from their consumers. This service is aimed to take advantage of Solana's fast transaction speeds and low gas fees, and will also integrate digital wallets from Phantom, FTX, and Slope. There are also rumors of a partnership with Spotify to let their merchants accept transactions using Solana Pay. And that's all the news I have for you. Have a lovely day. Back to you, Martin. Thank you, Catherine. And thank you for your listeners for tuning in. Please check crosstower.com for more market news and updates. Thank you for listening.